Hey everybody, welcome to Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 215 of Power Rangers. Power Rangers Turbo, episode 10, The Lifthanger. It aired on May 10th, 1997, is written by Stephen J. Weller, and directed by... Bulk. Bulk? Bulk? Bulk. Bulk himself. <laughs> Old Bulky boy. No one gets out of here without a cute nickname. <laughs> Bulk. Paul Schreier, a.k.a. Bulk. That's neat. He directed... One episode last season. He directed the one where Bulk, when they were kids, and he, he, and he was, turned into he a got turned into a big monster, brat, man. brat boy. Yeah. yeah. So that one was fine. I feel like that was probably the best Turbo or Turbo. No, that's what we're doing now. But last year, I mean, two seasons ago. Yeah, because that was Alien Ranger. Cards on the table. I just woke up from a nap. <laughs> so, so that's where my head's at. Uh, I feel like that was the best Alien Rangers episode, so hopefully this will be pretty good. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording. We go watch an episode of Power Rangers, we come back and we talk about it. And you can follow along if you got Netflix, the DVDs, and a, just a passionate self-hatred for yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's been getting worse and worse, guys. I don't know what uh. happened. Uh, we're going to see if that streak continues right now. Shift in the Turbo! And we just watched Glyphhanger, <laughs> and guys, we're dead. I'm not doing it today, guys. I'm not we're going to talk it. about Yorkies. Yorkies! They got little faces. You can give them haircuts. <laughs> Trust uh, me, 20 minutes of that's going to be way better than whatever garbage we come up with. <laughs> Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. So it's ajakejosh.com. It's where the archives are. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid. We're on Facebook. At facebook.com slash the Morphin Grid. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you only missed a review at this point, it doesn't do anything for the charts, I don't think, but it does make me feel better about the decisions that we've made with our lives. <laughs> and we'll read it. For sure. Yeah. For everyone to hear. And finally, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jake and Josh. If you go there and donate a couple bucks a month uh, our way, is that a sense that I can say? Does that make any sense at all? Yes. Okay. Do what I just said, <laughs> and you get some cool stuff in return, and it helps out a lot. And uh, soon, the Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills episodes are going to be going up. Very excited to force you to watch those, because it's so weird. I cannot explain how weird I, it is. Mm, I, ex- I won't say I'm excited, but I am curious about it. That's how I was. I was I was tending towards excited, because, it, look, it's so much better than Turbo. I, like... <laughs> well, it's. I mean, that bar is pretty low. It's, it's, like, weird and bad, but, like, it's not this kind of weird and bad. Uh, but uh, that's, you know, that's forthcoming. We're not here to talk about Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. This is a Monday episode. It is. We do we re- have emails? We do not have reviews. No reviews? All right. Uh, let me check. The Eames... I do want to point out, though, now that I'm looking at it, we have 38 five-star ratings. Oh, yeah. We're, we're balling so hard. Only six of them are not accompanied by written reviews. I'm proud of us. Yeah. I'm proud of you guys, too. Thanks, thanks for that. We appreciate it. Uh, we did get an email. We got a couple emails. We got two from Corbin. How did I miss this other one? Oh, they, they came in very close together. Okay, never mind. Uh, so we got two from Corbin. We got another one from AJ. That one, we're not going to read. I'll let you read it afterwards. It's very nice. Thank you very much, AJ. Oh. 
It's, yeah, it's one of it's one of those emails. Anticipatory thank you. Yeah. Um, so first up from Corbin, my man, public enemy number one says, "Hey guys, corrections for the Halloween episode of Boy Meets World you mentioned in the Greaser episode. Number one, the boy that was killed by the pencil's name was Kenny. I remember this because Eric yells out, they killed Kenny, a la South Park.'" <laughs> uh, two, Sean's brother Jack Hunter was played by Matthew Lawrence. Nailed it. I totally knew that. Nice. Uh, and yes, Jack was the one who said that we'll always remember how tall he was. <laughs> Which is oh, just such a good joke. I always remember he was this tall. <laughs> Boy Meets World had no business being as good as it was. No, absolutely not. Also, while we're here for a second, Boy Meets World was on TGIF on ABC. Yep. Na- Girl Meets World is on Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when the bait, the mace, mm-hmm. The, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, do you remember that? I do. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched one in a while because I don't have cable anymore. Do you remember when on like basic television, the main channels, those are two words I was trying to say. Yeah. Came out at once. <laughs> where like there were shows about kids. Mm-hmm. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, Jake. That nobody watches those anymore. Now I instead guess. of TJF, there's just two hours of Shark Tank. Oh. I don't like that at all. Oh. The only the only show I enjoy on on television anymore is BattleBots. Anyway, yeah, there was like the Fave Seven TV shows hashtag, and I was like, I don't like enough TV shows to do this. Oh, one. We're, if we're talking all time, I didn't do that one because I was like, did I do this already? And then I realized I didn't. Um, but I like literally, I have that on lock. Like if Same it's all thing time with movies, I'm just like not super passionate about a lot of movies. I guess I couldn't think of seven that I would call my favorites. I did, and then I I looked at it again, and I was like, that list will change. Like the top, th- <laughs> like the the bottom three of those seven were just like, eh, whatever I'm feeling right, right. now. Um, TV shows is pretty concrete. I'm I was very into TV for a long time, <laughs> uh, and I wish I still was. But I number one don't have time for it, and number two got beaten up by California. So, hoof. Anyway, uh, second email from Corbin is, hey goobers, whoa, coming out the gate a little strong, buddy. <laughs> You're not wrong. But, <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, been doing well at Brig Job. It's been pretty quiet. Demon Tux gave me a key to lock the cells, but I lost it in a porthole, uh, so we've had to resort to using the honor system to keeping prisoners in their cells. <laughs> Anyway, back to the real reason of messaging, there were some rumors of what was going on behind the scenes of Terp that I'm interested in getting your opinions on. Yeah, I'm shoot them out. I very, want to hear these. Very excited about this. Another commentator had once said that Terp had a split artistic vision. Half the writers wanted to write a comedy like Car Ranger, while the other half wanted to shift into a more serious story. You might see this with how there is the long-lost twin storyline, but at the same time, Elgar is messing with portholes. Behind-the-scenes spoilers. Executive writers Dulgis Sloan and Anne Austin leave halfway through the series to be replaced by Judd Lynn and Jonathan Zacker. It would be interesting to see how the tone changes halfway through. I can't find any information on which writing team was hashtag team serious or hashtag team comedy, but I'm interested in your guys' opinions on Terp's tone. So I ask you this. Which style do you prefer, team serious or team comedy? Sincerely not running out of hilarious sign-offs, Corbin, public frenemy number one. Thank you, Corbin. Yes. Uh, Number one. I'm sad that Dulgas leaves. I didn't know he was one of the executive writers right now, but I guess that makes sense. I know Jonathan Zacker is in – he's one of the executive producers, uh, but I, he's always been more of a director, so I didn't think he was on the – he would take over the writing side, but I guess he does. Right. I like Judd Lynn a lot. Uh, I've, I've seen I'm, – I'm i got to watch Time Force again, but I, I'm about halfway through it, and he's written every episode with Jackie Marchand so far. And that that has brought a lot of goodwill yeah. <laughs> to to me from him. 
As for whether or not I'm team serious or team comedy, I'm team. I wish they could just figure it out. Yeah, pick one and like do it. <laughs> I like them. I feel both. like when you're when you're given the source that is a parody series, you need to lean into it. You got to lean into that because it's going to translate more when you switch footage. Or, and I don't think they have the skill to pull it off. Just get dead serious with it and just be super serious about how goofy it is because <laughs> i feel like that would like balance out the tone really well but instead we just get this weird mishmash that we that don't makes know no sense. we can't tell if turbo is taking itself seriously or not i don't know i'm very excited to see what happens in the changeover because i know i like the second half of turbo so i'm assuming and look i know i like that because the last time i watched it i was like this is fun but I also thought that the first half wasn't as bad as it is, and I was very wrong. <laughs> yep. That's it for emails. What do you What do you think? Did you Did you come down on a side, or are you also in the? I want it to be. I want it to be funny and lighthearted. <laughs> I like that. I I have more fun watching this series when it when it leans to the goofy side. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, Time Force isn't super. It's funny, and it's, there's goofy stuff. Well, I don't but they do serious very well, and I wish they could have just gotten that tone for like Turbo. It depends on the season, because Zio has some serious episodes, too, and they're yeah. really good. But I think for the season that this is, yeah, and the fact that right they, are, they are kind of just trying to bounce back and forth, and they're like, there's infighting about it or whatever, I feel like I like Turbo more when it's funny. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully it gets funny soon. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. For more than just like a second, because yeah, there's sometimes we're like that was a, that was good, I liked that, and then they're like, oh wait, let's get incomprehensible. We did get one tweet from Jonathan that puts a couple things in perspective. Yeah, for this episode. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to it in in the episode. Um, and then Artly sent us this. I saw this earlier, but uh, Artly sent us this uh, link. Um, I guess we love fine has a new Power Rangers, Pink Ranger. Uh, what's a moto? What the heck is a moto? It looks like a jacket. Why not just say jacket? Uh, I don't know. The only moto I know is cross. So, <laughs> oh, maybe. Okay, this is like a. This is kind of a. a, a it's like a motocross. This is like jacket. a stunt jacket. That so. okay? Are, is the black sleeves part of it? I hope so. <laughs> and there's also a pink tank that I I might buy. I kind of like the design of that. I don't <sighs> think it'll fit on my body at all because it's. For girls, and I have a definitely not feminine chest, so uh, we'll see how that goes. There's also not to like not to bully anybody, not to cyber bully any anybody into this, but there was some talk about doing a crossover with uh, Super Sentai Bros. I did see that where we watch an episode of Super Megaforce mm. and they watch an episode of Go Kaiger. <laughs> I feel like they're we, on the winning end getting, of the deal. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Maybe we do it backwards, and we get to watch something good for once, and they have to watch garbage. I'll float that by them, but I would be very into that. The the four of us compare and contrasting just hot trash with what is universally beloved Gokaiger. <laughs> and I think we've stalled long enough. We have stalled for almost 15 minutes. Oh, well, are you ready? Uh-huh. Yorkie offer still on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll do it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's gonna I don't wanna blow it yet, but I feel like it's gonna get worse before it gets better. So <laughs> we start off with some Egyptian stuff. 
we're supposed to think that we're in Egypt times, ancient Egypt times. Yes. They're still in Egypt today. <laughs> yes, Egypt did not sink into the ocean. Yeah, some dude wants the staff of power to conquer Egypt. Okay, so he he grabs it and he's like, now no one can stop me. And the doors open up very dramatically, and it's Adam. Nay, Adam can stop you. Adam and his uh, he's two got, buddies. He's got two buddies. So they have a stunt show. They fight. It's 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 good. They call it a stunt show, but like it's a karate show. It's more of a karate show. <laughs> have you ever? The been? only stunts are falling. Yeah, you uh, you've never been to like Disney or Universal, right? I have not, unfortunately. Okay. That's very sad. We're gonna no, have I, to go I to know. Disney at some point, <laughs> just to like round out your being because it's <laughs> it is. I turn into a seven-year-old when I walk through those gates. Like I'm like, let's go to the Carousel Progress right now. It's my favorite ride. It's super boring, but I want to go on it. <laughs> Give me some Dippin' Dots. Buy an eight-dollar bottle of water. <laughs> the whole the whole experience. Eight-dollar bottle of water to wash down those thirteen-dollar Dippin' yeah. Dots. Yeah. So they have stunt shows at, at Universal and at, and at SeaWorld. I don't love SeaWorld, and I didn't love SeaWorld before. It was cool to not love SeaWorld. I just think SeaWorld's kind of boring. <laughs> um, but they have, like, stunt shows where there's, like, a pirate ship set, and they'll fall into water, and, like, a seal is fighting people, you know? Right. So, like, I've seen stunt shows, and this is sort of like that. This is a very low-budget version this, of that. This is Adam's job now? <laughs> yeah, right out of high school. <laughs> which, to be fair, you can't get a degree in stunt shows. No, I guess not. So, and it, I guess the economy was a lot better. And, I, and karate is a very useful skill in Angel Grove. In the 90s. For sure, in the 90s. Uh, so anyway, they end up getting the staff back. They hold it up to the sun. Beam goes to the sun. hits the, the bad man, and he bursts into glitter like a Kesha video, and it's awesome. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. And then what I enjoyed more is that afterwards, they, like, they're doing their bows, and the pharaoh is up there, and they're, they're buddies again. Yeah, because he's just an actor. He's just, they're just acting. It was fun. <laughs> it, was, it was for fun, guys. Uh, I don't know why. I just enjoyed seeing them. Be like, yeah, we did it. Good job. There's like a basin of water. And a periscope from Divatox's sub comes up through it. It's like a bird bath. It's a, yeah, it's, like a, it's <laughs> pretty much a bird bath. And then she's like, "Oh, I hate ancient Egypt because of that time I was engaged or whatever." And then Porto tells Elgar that she was engaged to a pharaoh there. Not a pharaoh, just pharaoh. A pharaoh. His, his name is Pharaoh. His Christian name is Pharaoh. Because <laughs> they're not even trying anymore. <laughs> no. It could be like. The fearful pharaoh, or just like something. Give a descriptor at least, right? <laughs> pharaoh pharaoh face. head. Yeah. <laughs> pharaoh face is a lot better. <laughs> Apparently, he left her at the altar like Malagor, and so now she hates that. And she says, Malagor didn't leave her there. He was killed. He was murdered by Power <laughs> Rangers. To be fair, though, he was asking for it. And then she says, and I forget the exact wording, something to the effect of like, revenge is. There's something to be said about revenge. Even if it's politically incorrect. Yeah. Which, it, revenge is a bitch. Is that what? I think so. Or, well, I mean, the, the saying is to, payback. Yeah. But I guess that's what she was getting at. Is swearing politically incorrect? I feel like those I, are different I ideas. I feel like, yes. And here's the problem. Politically incorrect nowadays, it means I want to make racist jokes, but no one will let me. <laughs> That's what that's yes. what that's what people on Facebook think politically incorrect is, right? <laughs> that's not and I genuinely can't remember the real term. <laughs> I feel like being politically correct just is not being a dink. Yeah, just be cool, it's man. It's like just being cool to people, <laughs> but like that's not cool 
to again mostly just people on Facebook. I don't go on Facebook anymore for I'm barely on it. I, I show up every three days just to make sure nothing's burnt down. <laughs> I found out my Uncle Lenny died and no one called me. It's fu- I'm not mad. I wasn't super close <laughs> to my Uncle Lenny. But like, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, Facebook again for another three weeks. I was actually more sad about uh, Jacob's cat having to be put down. <laughs> <laughs> which I found out about a couple of days ago. Via Facebook. Um, also via Facebook. RIP and peace, DC. So we come back from the theme song and Pharaoh is in the sub. And he has the staff of power, like the same exact one from the stunt show. <laughs> I just realized how stupid this is. That's very stupid. Adam made the prop for the stunt show, and it looks exactly like yeah. this real staff. Because the real word reason is that it's the same thing. It's the same staff. Yes. The in-universe reason is that Adam saw it in a book. Well, Far- yeah, Pharaoh exists... He was in ancient Egypt, also, so so this staff has probably been documented. Also, he's just been, like, bumming around Egypt for a thousand years because it's—I do not understand where exactly he came from. He came from a sarcophagus because he says later, I should have stayed in my sarcophagus this morning. Does he—okay. <laughs> Instead I of, must, like, I shouldn't have got out of bed. Right. Does he mean it literally, or is he just making a joke? I think he's just making a joke, but I like to take it literally so it puts him somewhere. Because that would make sense. Otherwise, he's just hanging out. Because he, when he teleports... Just walking in the desert? Just like, yeah. I, like, <laughs> or just like in a pyramid, just trapped in a pyramid. Still running away from the wedding site? Just like, oh, God. <laughs> and then he just gets teleported into the sub? Oh, no! No! I ran so far for a thousand years. <laughs> Uh, so she's like, hey, take this detonator. It looks like a pyramid. I want you to go blow up the stunt show. And he's like, okay. Yeah, make sure no one finds it. Specific directions right. from Diva Talk. So, so he gets there. So go put it in plain sight. It, yeah, it looks like a little pyramid, like a little prop, some kind of magic relic or something. It's a scale model of a pyramid. I don't uh, know what it's supposed to represent. He's like, yeah, they won't realize this is out of place. He just leaves it on the table in plain sight, yeah. like not even covered by anything. It's just on the corner of the table. He could have at table. least put it in like an urn or something, right? Just like, put it in the bird bath? Like, yeah. Also, like, there's no timer on it. We don't see a timer this episode. I the think they heard us. The timer's like, ah, well, when I feel like it. I'll blow up when I get to it. Because they keep talking about they're never going to find it in time, but we don't know what in time is. And they have thus far always shown us what time they need to find it by. Sometimes a lot, multiple times. I think Paul Schreier was like, no. (laughs) I'm not dealing with that. (laughs) The editing on that's all kooky. They keep calling them the Turbo Rangers instead of the Power Rangers. Yes. I don't like that. Because that feels like the first stage of overbranding. Yeah. And, and I work at a retail establishment where oh every single thing has three on-brand names. Ugh. And it's too much. <laughs> so I don't like it when anything overbrands. And Power Rangers is like, well, let's just try it. The Turbo Rangers. Turbo Rangers. Turbo up. Ugh. <laughs> he teleports down to the stunt show and he, to like the prop area. And he's like, I need to find a place to hide this. He puts it on a table, like like you said. Like, He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's literally just like, I mean, it looks like this. It was this spot on the table was waiting for something because it's like uh, the the only corner that's empty. And he just puts it on there, and then Adam comes up, as like, oh, there's my staff of power. I need to fix some. Yeah, of the paint. because Adam comes in, so Pharaoh just like stands still and right? look like a prop. Now. Later on, this guy's name is Mr. Peabody. Yes. I call him Old Man Carruthers. He's just, he's so cranky. He's a cranky old man who knows every item 
in the stunt show. Yeah, he's a nerd. Except <laughs> the giant monster statue that wasn't there a minute ago. How did you miss this, Peabody? Oh, here's the thing. Nobody held it up to his face. So <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't being tested, so he wasn't he, paying attention. Later on, he will show that he has every single item memorized by their item number. By their catalog yeah. number that he made up. But there's just a whole statue of a pharaoh. Well, he's also very busy. I guess. So I guess he's like not just looking at everything unless you hold it up to him and be like, hey, what number is this? What number is this? And what number is this? Which one is this? And then Jason David Frank makes a weird face that kind of reminds me of Elgar in, well, the, ter- in the car ranger that's footage. In the, that's in the bloopers, but yes. R- am I right, though? It makes his upper lip go into his cheeks real weird. It's very strange. <laughs> Uh, he, he, they're treating him like a prop, and he's like, I need to take this staff home, so he has to sign it out. So he signs it out, and then he walks away, and Pharaoh just, like, lets him. Yeah, just stands there. And then Adam leaves, he's like, oh, he took my staff, took now my I'm staff. useless. I got no power anymore. Ah. Punch him or something. You're an idiot. I hate, he's such a, a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> what a weenie. He's a weenie. Like, <laughs> later on, he gets beat up by a kid with bigger buck teeth than me. And, like... <laughs> Oh, those teeth were out of control. I hope the rest of them grew into them. I, I think they probably did. When you get your first two front teeth, th- those are the first two teeth I lost, and I had the yeah. same. I had the same look for a minute. It was just like, oh, yep, <laughs> huge old front teeth. The rest uh, of them, those are in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can eat the crap out of a popsicle, I guess. This <laughs> corn on the cob does not stand a chance against you. <laughs> As Adam leaves, things start turning into hieroglyphics. The sign, the payphone, the catalog. Why? Because the staff is from ancient Egypt. But, like, so you you take it away from Pharaoh and everything turns into hieroglyphics? Oh, He's no. He's not waving it any. It's not touching all this stuff. It's just, All the text is turning into hieroglyphics. Do you think... <laughs> This might be too stupid. Also, the Staff of Power is a giant magnifying glass. It's huge, yeah. He's a jeweler. Uh, Yeah, Jonathan tweeted at us saying that, like, they turned this jeweler monster into an Egyptian monster. Because he's got, like, kind of a headdress on. It's Cobra-y a little bit, but, like, not really. Oh, he also, his left eye has, like, one of those telescopes, I guess. Yeah, like a jeweler monocle, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. So, let me ask you a question. This Mm -hmm. might be too stupid, but... I don't think there's anything too stupid for this. Do you think in ancient Egypt they had a different writing system, and because Pharaoh was there with his staff of power, it turned it all into hieroglyphics, <laughs> and then that's just how it stayed? Yes. Like it was just I, it was I just in that. like regular English, <laughs> and then he like. Well, that's what happened, right? Yeah. He he went to sleep. He went into his sarcophagus, so he put the magnifying glass down, which separated it from him. Yeah. Turning all of the writing. In ancient Egypt into hieroglyphs. Into hieroglyphs, yeah. I don't know why I spaced it out so weird. <laughs> Just doing a monkey voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, so then Adam goes to school. Kat and Justin are there. They're studying, and it's getting late. Also, They're studying ancient Egypt. Wow, that's convenient. Look at that. This is the opposite of the drag racing episode. It's just like really pushing ancient Egypt on kids. Yeah. Like, look how cool this is. It's so cool and weird. And he, so what was Kat wearing? Part one, she got a pink flowy shirt. I don't know how else to describe it. And like purple pants. Yeah. It's like a silk skirt or skirt, not a skirt. It's like a silk shirt. And I think it's over some kind of like tube top or crop top or something. Right. Cause she has like a little tiny, Ooh. tiny 
teeniest bit of midriff showing. A little bit of that midriff. It is 1997 after all. And right, so you've got to show a little bit you of your tummy. have to show a little bit, yes. Uh, it looks good. It's a very good look. Then the book turns into hieroglyphics, and they're like, what happened? Gat's uh. <laughs> like, this was English a second ago. <laughs> and she asks, she's like, wasn't this English a minute ago? And I, I don't know who she's trying to, like... F- make feel better about their observing powers, but like you know that cat, like probably, you knew it was in probably English. herself. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> she has a son now, so she, she has to. <laughs> Being a mom changes you guys. <laughs> we cut back to the submarine. Pharaoh's like, "Please send me back to where? I don't know. To bed. He to, just wants to go to bed. Yes. Look, Look right. I get it, man. I understand. She doesn't. Um, we cut to the juice bar." The juice bar is also higher, like the sign outside is hieroglyphics, which I enjoy. The the neon sign inside changes into hieroglyphics and it moves. It's a pharaoh drinking a juice <laughs> out of like a martini glass, yeah, like an look, ancient martini glass. You remember all those <laughs> martini glasses in ancient? They're famous for three things: cats, pyramids, and martini glasses, which really is just an upside down pyramid, but in a glass form with a, like a stem, but that you drink out of. <laughs> Uh, so she calls Demetria, which is just a bad idea, because she's like, isn't there a power source somewhere, maybe? Right, don't rivers flow from something? Or, well, first, rivers flow, like, into something, well, she, right? Well, she says something about the source of the Nile, which I don't, I'm horrible at geography. Oh, the source of the Nile is a big magnifying glass. <laughs> well, I guess. Uh, but she says It used to be English writing, and now it's just a river. <laughs> Might as well. Throw it in. <laughs> Throw it in, guys. Um, she makes, like, uh, she says something about how, like, like the source of the Nile, does there not always have to be a power source or something? But, like, I feel like we never found the source. That we might have by now because we have satellites and stuff. Probably. But, like, I have a book that I have yet to read um, about the people who are, like, we're going to find the source of the Nile and failed miserably at it. And, like, everyone died or got diseased. Um, so, like, I feel like that was kind of a mystery for a while. <laughs> Whether or not it had a source just came from nowhere. I don't know. I don't know anything about geography, guys. I don't know. This is Demetria's only appearance. So Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, she's been way too obtuse lately, and I'm not a fan. So then we cut into the juice bar, and old man is mad at the hieroglyphics on the menu. <laughs> He's like, what's the meaning of this? Where is this old man in a teenage hangout? Right? This is a youth center. <laughs> Maybe... Lieutenant Stone, under new management, Lieutenant Stone's trying to bring in more clientele. No, it's just a juice center. Just a juice center. <laughs> so, it's the only place in town you can get that pomango shake. That is true. Gotta get that long day of work. You just want a good juice to unwind with. <laughs> so he's like, is this some kind of joke? And Lieutenant Stone's like, I don't know. I will just tell me what you want and I will make it personally as if there's another person working here. I mean, there is, as we will see at the very end of the episode. Yeah, yes. Then Bulk and Skull are like, oh, that's it. We'll just draw hieroglyphics of us being at, monkeys. At first, they're like, we're missing some prime opportunities for monkey business. <laughs> but yeah. then they jump into, let's tell them what happened to us again. And, and Skull this time is like, that doesn't work, Bulk. <laughs> I don't like these monkeys. I'm, I'm over, over the monkeys. I'm over monkeys. <laughs> At this point, we cut back to Pharaoh at the stunt show again. I don't know why. I have no idea why he's at the stunt show. Then some. Then this kid with the giant buck teeth comes up and literally beats him up. Like, he beats up Pharaoh because Pharaoh's a weenie now. And I don't... I, you're the worst. I, I don't like Pharaoh. So Demotox sends some uh, pitons down to fight the Power Rangers, who are also at the stunt show again. 
No, that can't no, be No, they're right. on their way there. They're on a street. You're right. They're in like a suburb. I think they're on their way back to Adams because he signed out the the staff because he needed they're to going polish to the, it, right. I think. He wanted to fix the paint, I think he said. Yeah. So they want to go to the movies. That's why he went to get Cat and Justin. So he's got to drop his staff off at home first, I assume. Right. I don't think any of this was communicated in any way. So they are attacked by Pitons. They fight. The Pitons get the staff back. And then Power Rangers go to the juice bar now. Um, throughout this fight, Adam is using the staff. And the top part, like the giant magnifying glass part. Real wobbly. Super wobbly. Yeah. That thing's going to break. <laughs> I wonder how many they went through. Because it is not a sturdy prop. At one point, he like it like when it falls, it like lands on the magnifying glass part. And then like rolls over and stays standing up. So it's at least sturdy enough to do that. But like how many takes did that? Did that take, do you think? Like, oh, who knows? For they're like, all right, uh, let's just like gently place it and hope people don't realize. <laughs> so then we come back to the juice bar. Tommy and Tanya are there. Hey, Tommy, thanks for showing up to the episode of Power Rangers. He's just sitting at the bar, and he looks confused. He's Ta- like, wait, how come I'm not racing right now? <laughs> this isn't a racetrack bar. <laughs> what? They're like, yeah, things are turning into hieroglyphics. They just stole my staff of power. And he's like, but I made that. It's fake. It's a fake thing. <laughs> and then old man Carruthers comes in. who's like, Adam, you signed this out, but didn't take it. You're going to screw up my inventory. And he hands him the staff of power that Adam did make. And they're like, well, oops. Guess so, there's two. There's two. We did a goof him up. So also, Justin, Tommy's like, this has to be Divatox, right? Because who else? Because he's been a Power yeah. Ranger for the last seven years. Uh, long <laughs> enough. For long enough. He knows. He knows the deal. And then Justin literally just goes, a detonator. Like, whoa, buddy, you can't just yell bomb in a place. You're in a juice bar. You're in a juice bar. It's a nice establishment. Well, it is only 1997. You're right. The pre- rules were different this then. It's pre-9-11. It's very different times then. Then they teleport to the prop place, and they beat old man Carruthers there, who's like, how did you get here before me? He kind of, like, looks at the camera when he says that. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I don't think he looks, like, right at it, but he definitely looks over in that direction. And I think I might just be imagining him looking at me and saying it. I, I wouldn't doubt it. But, I mean, he also might have. This is Turbo. It would not be the first time someone talked to us. Right. So he, he yells at them, and then Tommy's like, because Adam's not making any sense. He's like, I left a thing here. And then he's like, okay, what? And Adam's like, I don't know. I don't know it's what it is. <laughs> which one of these things does not belong here? And he's like, you're not making any sense, Adam. Uh, but, like, in an old, confused man voice. Yeah. And so then Tommy has the idea, maybe we can help you with inventory? What is this? <laughs> and it's, like, a tile. And he's like, that's item number 423. And then they just keep doing that. And it's, at one point, it kind of breaks down because he's just, like, pointing at it and shaking his head and not saying any numbers. Just being like, yep, that's a thing. That is also real. I That is here. Yep, I know that. Like, so, like. He does have an inventory in his head of all these things, but, like, just, like, oops, there's a giant monster, and I didn't notice. This guy's a jerk. Come back to the sub where Diva talks. He's like, hey, go kill the Power Rangers for me real quick. Why don't you just do that for me? Just go kill the Power Rangers, and and then I'll send you back to where I took you from. Egypt. Like, current day Egypt, or did she drag him out of the past? Because when he first goes to the prop place, he's like, this reminds me of home. I feel like back in his heyday, he left Diva Tux at the altar a thousand years ago. Right. So maybe like 900 years ago, he was overthrown and right. sealed in a sarcophagus. Okay. And then put under a pyramid or whatever. Right. 
And then Divatox got him out of there. And so he, at first he was like, yes, after 10,000 years, I'm free. But then he saw Divatox. He's like, no, oh, put me back. I want to go back. <laughs> I made a mistake. It was, it was not a space dumpster. It's, a, it's like a desert dumpster. Right. So then uh, they're looking. Uh, we come back to the, the prop place. And they're looking around. And they find the pyramid. And they have a whole device designed to find detonators. The, tur- the Turbo Navigator it. just doesn't. Mm-hmm. They don't use it in this nope. episode. The one episode where it would make a lot of sense <laughs> to be like, just track over, like, what is this? Right. What are, you know? Nah. Blah. Instead, Justin's going to touch it. It's going to zap him. Yep. <laughs> so they have to morph. Yeah, they, Justin goes, he's like, what's this? And he goes to pick it up and it like zaps him and pushes him back. Uh, Mr. Peabody's like, I don't know what that is. That must be yours, Adam. And he leaves. So they have to morph to pick it up. Yeah, because it's producing some sort of power that humans can't touch. Can we jump to later in the episode for just a second? Yeah, see why not. Because Mr. Peabody is just holding this thing. Yeah, later. yeah. Later on, he just literally <laughs> just like has it. Is it because he does not have any power? Is it power repellent? But then why would morphing... that Wouldn't that amplify the power that you have like a million times? I think it's the same power, but like you're, you'd be protected. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not paid to make this make sense. Nobody was. <laughs> Nobody had that job. So they, they find the detonator and Adam's like, all right. And he pulls out his giant turbo gun. He's like, I'm going to shoot this bomb. And then... Oh, uh, it's a good plan. That's the, how you get rid of a bomb is you shoot it. They're like... All right around it. Like, he's point blank at this thing. Like, <laughs> Adam, come on. So then Pharaoh and some pitons show up, and they're fighting, and it's a fight, whatever. At one point, Adam shoots him with his giant turbo gun, and he, like, catches it with the magnifying glass and blasts it back at him, which is kind of neat. But then Dima talks, is like, you know what? He's doing well. Might as well make him grow, because then they'll kill him. That's what always happens. She did say, before she sent him back out for this final battle, she did say... Like even if he dies, they'll not get the detonator. She has no. She doesn't care if he dies. Right. She <laughs> hates him. He left her. She's at the kind altar. of sending him to the slaughter a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed that thread. I wish they would have like written that part better. Yeah. But they, I wish that turbo was written better so far. That'd be nice. Yeah. Imagine how easy this job would be if it was written better. It's okay, guys. Eventually, we're gonna get in space, and then eventually, eventually, we're gonna get time force, which. Is baller. And then we're going to get Mega Force. That's way down the we're line. We're going to get Operation Overdrive. That's w- sooner, but still way down the line. We're going to get... I heard Wild Force is also hella boring. Mystic Force is a weird one, too. I, I heard Mystic Force is good, just the theme song is bad. Okay. There's... That, I can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that theme song. It's really bad, but I feel like it's one of those, like, it'll come back around every, okay. <laughs> every seven episodes or so. Oh, anyway, it's I'm going to be 500 miles. Exactly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she fires the Gropitos. He grows. There's Zords. There's a Zord fight. It turns into nighttime all of a sudden for the Zord fight. He Does he block out the sun? Well, he gets the sun through his magnifying glass and blasts the rangers with fire. Um, and then the camera comes back out and it's sunset. Okay. And he's talking about turning up the heat. So I feel like... And then he this, breathes fire. When this happens in Power Rangers, it's because it's hotter out. Not because it's later in the day, but because it's hot. Right. He but, definitely must have stolen the sun or something. Yeah. Because they when they beat him, spoilers, guys, the good guys win. Uh, when they beat him, it's daytime again when they land. So, like, it must have just been some sort of, like, got it. Yeah. Did it done. Because he definitely starts breathing fire, which he did not do when he was little. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. That's a pretty the, cool effect. The fight is really good. This is a really good giant fight. 
Yeah. It's way better than the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's for darn sure. He's like, you know what? Heck with Diva Talks. I'm going into business for myself. And he like starts to like pry up a bridge or whatever, and the Power Rangers are like, nah, and kill him. They, well, they take him off the bridge and throw him off of it. And they do, the way they end the fight, because he still has the staff of power, and he says, I'm invincible with this, you can't right. beat me. So he's breathing fire at them, but they pull up the tire shield. Yeah. And they just walk into him and, like, push the fire back into his I mouth. Like that. And then punch the staff out of his hand also, and it smashes on the ground. we were getting shots of, like, inside the cockpit of, like, Cat turning the wheel real quick and then the, the Zord... Punching yeah. one of her arms, and Tanya does it, and it kicks, and it kicks with, with her left leg. Foot. Yeah, so they each control their part with a steering wheel. But <laughs> well, that's dumb. Yes, but <laughs> Justin can't be doing anything because he's the middle, and Tommy can't be doing anything because he's the head. If there's ever a chest bump or a headbutt, like that's their moment to that's, shine. That's it. Then they're in. So they win. They they spin kill him. You know, like they do. Then they come back. The detonator's gone, and. Peabody has it. Also, I keep saying Peabody. That's a town in Mass. It's spelled the same. It's Yeah, it's Peabody, but like in my head, that word is pronounced Peabody. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> so, he just has it because like, whatever. Because like, whatever, who cares? <laughs> they, they're like, hey, toss that in the air so I can shoot it. And he's like, yeah. And then they shoot it. He's like, Adam's going to be mad. <laughs> That's Adam's thing that he forgot, even though he looked at it and then I left. <laughs> and then that's it. That's the end of that part. So then we cut back to... Oh, oh the, also, also, when he's holding it, they're like, hey, that's a bomb. Get rid of it. And he throws it up, and Adam shoots it. And then Tommy looks at him and goes, great job, Adam. <laughs> right in front of Mr. Peabody. <laughs> Tommy's checked out. <laughs> Tommy's almost as checked out as I am right now. <laughs> Tommy's probably more checked out than I am, to be completely honest. Yeah, you saw him sitting at the juice bar. Just like, God, I just want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> just want to raise a car. Then uh, the signs fix themselves. They go back to English. Everything's fine. Come back to the sub. Porto makes a joke about something. He's ancient history. Right, that's it. Because he got killed by the power. And everyone likes that joke, except for Divatox. She's like, I'll make the jokes around here. Divatox doesn't really make jokes. No, she's just a jerk to her crew. It's more like jerky, threatening wordplay, if anything. (laughs) So, like, I don't know. Cut back to the juice bar. It's the next day. What was Kat wearing? Part two. She got a pink turtleneck t-shirt on. Brown pants? I'm going to say brown pants. Yeah, brown pants. It seemed like brown pants. Emily comes up. Emily's here, guys. Hey! Yeah, she's like, hey, you're not going to believe this. Come see. She has an orange shirt and jeans on. Yep. Very- and I think, like, orange chucks. Which is a good I was, look. I saw some pictures of Talkjer, because Ross has been posting yes. about it. There's an orange ranger There is an orange ranger, yeah. I think it's Emily. <laughs> we have no proof otherwise. And we'll never get any. Nope. Even though there was an episode where they had hair over their helmets, and that, I want to see what that was the about. the sequel to the Jacket episode. Uh, we are going to get some Talk to Your Village in Ninja Steel, though. That's been confirmed. We're not going to get the Rangers. Well, no. I mean, well, maybe. Oh, well, we might. Well, maybe a villain's going to turn them into trains. <laughs> Oops. All trains. Oops, all trains. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, they go outside, Bogan Skull painted a big mural, and there are two art snobs being like, I think it represents a woman whose lover went to war, or it's whatever. It's a banana split. It's literally a banana split. <laughs> Which, um, hey, Bogan Skull, not helpful. They can also only paint in monkey speak? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This was us, and now now we are monkeys, but like it just looks like a banana split to humans. <laughs> Ugh. Barf. This is barf. 
Oh, uh, it's okay, though, because then they're just painting on Lieutenant Stone's face for no reason. They read between the At lines. At one point, the monkeys are eating paint off the paintbrushes. Look, that paint is definitely just yogurt, so, like, that's probably okay. <laughs> I think it's Skull's monkey is just, like, going to town on that Yeah, and Lieutenant Stone has, like, some paint on it, but then there's, like, a layer of definitely yogurt. So I yeah. think they just put some yogurt in there to, like, use this to paint. So, like, when you definitely eat it because you're a monkey... <laughs> You won't die of paint poison. Uh, and then, <laughs> that's it for Emily. Yep. She's, Fair, they laugh. Farewell. They're, they're like, oh, monkeys. And then, da 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 Emily and, is gone. And she's gone forever. This is her last episode. This is it for Emily. She showed up for two minutes. What? To point at monkeys. It'd be like, look, they painted banana ice cream. I wish <laughs> Emily would have come back a lot more. But I realize she was only there for Jason. Yeah. But. She didn't need to be. Where'd Jason go? Scuba diving. <laughs> He's over the mountains. They couldn't get all of them. They broke up, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, Josh, I started. Oh, boy. So what's the best? Though the giant fight was the best for me, I think. I will say yes to that. <laughs> uh, what's the worst? Can you pinpoint a single worst of the episode? I think the worst has to be Pharaoh getting beat up by a snotty kid. That was pretty bad. I'm going to say the worst is... All of the convenient things that kept happening. Yeah. <laughs> Just to march the plot forward. Yeah, like, oh, my staff is the same as this thousand-year-old ancient staff. And, oh, I am just happen to be reading a book on hieroglyphics or ancient <laughs> Egypt. And then, like, yeah. just all this, all that, all that, that stuff. That is bad. Not using the Turbo Navigator to find the bomb, even though that's the only way they've done it so far. Uh, just a bunch of bad stuff. Who's the MVP? Adam? Adam did some wet stunts. He did. He did most of the winning stuff in the episode. Does that make sense? Yeah. He, he blew up the bomb. He shot the bomb. It's The episode is weirdly centered around him. Yeah, it's an Adam episode in the sense that like it, like it's he starts it and ends it, but I don't know. He middles it a little bit, too. Yeah. He's, he just has Cat and Justin with it's him. It's weird, because like we used to have episodes that were like very centric, and yeah. like it was very... And now I think they're trying to balance it out more, but like still well, have it... They started that with Justin, and then like... <laughs> right. Because that first episode was like, Justin, guys, there he is. Okay, get it? Justin, he's at the graduation. He's the important part. Rocky's dead to us. <laughs> I'm, we... I'm going to give it to Adam, because he did, he did a lot of cool stuff. I'm also going to give it to Adam. Any other final thoughts? I'm sick of monkeys. Monkeys got go. Seven, no, we're ten episodes in now. Yeah. Monkeys have overstayed their welcome by about nine Fi episodes. Yeah, they say fish friends and monkeys go bad after three days. <laughs> so get these monkeys out of here. Yeah, I got nothing else either other than let's get rid of these monkeys. Let's just make them invisible. That's weird. That's at least different. Then they just film an empty hallway and then Bulk and Skull talk over it. <laughs> but at least they don't have to match any monkey lips. That's true. Very excited about that. Or just like clanking monkey teeth. <laughs> yeah. So morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. If you want to leave us a rating review, that would be great. Helps us out. Makes us feel good. And we are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Josh. If you go there, kick a couple bucks a month our way, uh, you get some cool stuff in return, and you help us out a lot. And we appreciate it. Send in your blue stuff. For the zine. Yeah. Shannon did, posted a little rough sketch. We got a sketch. I'm very excited about that. I love the painted versions. I'd say painted. They're she calls them like textured yeah, drawings. They're like they're super nice. They yeah. they don't have lines, so like everything looks like it was placed 
out of like individual pieces. It's very yeah. nice. I very much enjoy them. So I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, send in anything you got. You got an op-ed about how much you like Billy? Send it in. You got uh, favorite Blue Rangers? Definitely send in your favorite Blue Rangers. Yeah. Like th- like a sense, two, three sentences? Yeah. Not, nothing crazy. Just send them in. Send them in. Send I like in. Billy because he has glasses and so do I. Like, that's fine. I'll I'll publish that. Yeah, that's like, no, that's going <laughs> in. Also, we are full up. I don't know if we mentioned that in the last episode. We did. Okay, full up on guests. So that'll be fun. And next year, what we're going to do is we're going to pick the episodes. We have one coming up, right? 13. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for everybody for your interest in guests on the show. Yeah, that's very, very cool. cool. I never thought when we started this that we would be in a place... Where people would like, where we would have guests. Look, I'm just surprised people listen to this sometimes. Honestly, <laughs> uh, we were talking. Alan and I were talking about our our World Tour United fans and our World Tour fans in general, and like it's also these fans too. It's also more fans. We yeah, have, yeah, we have a real good fan base. We do. You guys are cool. You guys are real cool. Thanks for like making this tolerable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's gonna do it for us for today. What's the next episode? Did you see the next episode? The next episode is weight, as in like how much you weigh. And C. Also directed by Paul Schreier. We're in a three-episode run by him. All right, Polly, I need you to be better next time. I don't it, think this was poorly directed. The directing was it not was the problem. It was poorly written. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it started with Weller or whatever his name was. Your name's mud to me now. So anyway, we'll see you on Friday for Wait and See. But until then, may, may the, the power protect you. you. so close i felt it i could feel it in the air that you wanted to say it's morphin time i did so bad